Okay, that's good to know. There are a lot of you. There are a lot of you out there who want to be powerful. Like you find you're discovering that there are areas of your life where you're showing up powerless. You don't like it. And you want to lean into being more powerful, not like dictator or heavy handed or not. We're not talking about that. But those of you that listened to the last episode, like the response to it that I've gotten just since we aired it, since we pushed it out has been awesome. Incredible. So in this episode, we're going to tell you how, how do you lean into how do you, what do you do when you make a decision and you have a desire to be powerful in any relationship, situation, project, priority area of your life? That's what we're digging into right now. Leadership is the ability to facilitate movement in others toward a destination you can describe. I'm Russ Hill. I help build leaders. And this is the Culture Hacks Podcast. Make sure you don't miss an episode. Tap on the follow, plus, or subscribe button, and you'll get two new episodes each week. Thanks for listening to the Culture Hacks Podcast with Russ Hill. If you have not listened to the last episode, the one right before this, I think this is 302. If you haven't listened to 301, and you you should see that as you scroll through the um or swipe through the various episodes of the Culture Hacks podcast, you should see the last episode 301. If that's not in your app, refresh and or tap on available episodes, you'll see 301. You need to stop <laughs> this episode. Stop listening to it. Go back and listen to that one first, and then this one will make a lot more sense. It's not that it doesn't stand alone. It would, but I think it's more powerful to use that word it's it's going to be more effective for you to have heard the last one. So I'm I'm going to say things here assuming that everybody that's listening at this point has already had the background of the last one. So that will make this story make sense. So this idea you all that we talked about those of you that already listened to the last episode this idea around this concept around this perspective around powerful versus powerless is something that we are using. This is why I love what I do. If you are not in a position to be able to experiment, to take um, informed risks, to create, to, to just try things in whatever industry you're in, whatever position you're in, whatever area of life you're in, if you're not in a position there's someone or something that's holding you back from that, from experimenting, taking risks, trying different things. You got to break free of that. Like that's, that's holding you back. That is, that is, you are not at your full potential, your full uh, impact in the quote unquote marketplace out there, whatever that means personally or professionally, you're not as impactful if you feel restrained. And trust me, I know, cause I've been you, if that's you. So one of the things that I love about the, the, the setting that I'm in, the environment I'm in, the place I'm in in life is that you can come up with an idea, a framework and whatever, 
and you can immediately you don't have to go get through 15 corporate um, approvals or somebody up the orchard to go, nah, I don't know about that. Let's put that through the process and the ringer and then we'll get back to, you know, in about six months and let you know. I'm like, well, I won't have any energy around this in six months. If I got to just sit here and wait, I'm going to move on to something else. Been there. Those are the organizations that aren't growing. Trust me, whole episode right there about Amazon, bias for action, their leadership principle, right? Bias for action. How many episodes have I done about that stupid idea or concept or leadership principle in the last 300, like at least five or 10. And so anyway, don't get me started. I got a lot of um, emotion around that. Lots of experience. So we've been out experimenting a little bit, a little bit with this, um, this concept, this model, this framework that we've been incubating on and working on and developing and thinking a lot about for months now. And so we're now out just using it in certain settings. And literally, let me look at the clock. Half an hour ago, 30 minutes ago, 40 minutes ago, maybe from right this minute when I'm recording this, we got an email from the executive who is a client of ours that whose meeting we were in a week ago, and we introduced this concept, this framework that none of you have seen yet. We put up on the screen and we spent time with his leadership team. We've been working with them for 18 months, two years, and they're at a place to where we were ready to show this to them and work them through it. And, um, and the email said, uh, simply said this, Hey, um, can you all send us the slide on powerful and powerless? And I'm thinking, Okay, so it's a week later. Guess what's on his mind? Who's asking for that? Why is it coming up? It means it's sticky. It means he's thinking about it. it. means he needs to talk to somebody about it. it. means it's on his mind. Love it. Like, that's so good. Everything that we design, everything that we develop with our clients, with people that were leaders that we're working on, what we're trying to do is get in your head. It doesn't actually even matter if we're right. Or if what we're putting on the screen or what we're showing to you, I used to remind me to come back to this (laughs) because it reminds me of a story I had. We had this um, we had this executive vice president in the media company that I was working at years ago. He's based in Chicago and he would come out for our quarterly um, offsite meetings. And we, we'd take a day or two. I can't remember how much time it was. It was like a day, maybe a day and a half. And we'd huddle the executive team, the leadership team in that particular market, wherever, the, you know, we the, the, our national broadcast company owned clusters of media properties in all of these cities. And so his job, this his title was EVP, executive vice president, right? So he was like number, probably call him number three, number four in the company under the CEO, the president uh, of the whole company. And his role, this guy's job was just to go from market to market to market. It seemed like a pretty miserable job to me at the time. Um, he'd had a lot of success and and he was one of those guys that wanted, couldn't wait to tell you about it before he even asked. Um, super successful, um, but not the warmest uh, person. I, I shouldn't say anything mean. It's been a lot of years, and I, but I had some experiences that we're not, um, we're not ideal. Anyway, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get over that. <laughs> it's been what, 15 years, 10 years, lot no, 15 at least. Anyway, um, when he would come to these, um, offsite meetings, these market visits, he would just poke and prod and you, you know, you're sitting at a U shaped table or whatever, and you're in a, you're in a ballroom or a conference room or whatever. 
and you're talking, you're reviewing strategy and what, where are we making progress and what do we need to do different? And you're trying to get outside yourself and get more macro than micro. And so you're talking about all this stuff and he would just poke and prod and question and challenge and whatever. And it drove me nuts, drove me insane. I thought, man, this dude like questions everything that we do. And he could tell that he was really annoying me. And this may shock you, but in those meetings, I had strong opinions and I, 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 I was probably one of the first people in the room to take positions. And I loved, I loved the art of debate, but I wanted debate that was effective. Anyway, long story short, um, he, he realized one time that he was, it was irritating me. And so on a break in the meeting, he came up to me and he, he asked me something or whatever. And, uh, and I, I can't remember if I asked him or he asked me or told me, but his motivation or why he did that came up and he said, you know, what my job really is to do is to, to, um, pressure test how much thinking you've put behind the ideas and the proposals and the strategy that you're bringing forward at these meetings, Russ. So my job is just to totally pressure test that and poke on it and challenge it and see how much you can defend it and how much logic you've got behind it, how much data you've looked at, how passionate you are and are you really committed to it? And when he said that, I thought, oh, like that, that's really good. That's really good. And, um, and, and like way, the way he did about when about it wasn't the greatest thing, but that's a whole nother episode. And so, um, we're creating these ideas. We're going out to the market we're, we're, and we're pressure testing it, right? We're checking it. What do we need to adjust? What have we got wrong? What do we, we got right. So it was awesome to see, to, to get that email, not a big deal, but you're, when you're, when you're out in the marketplace, testing things and you're innovating, you're taking risk and you're developing you, every piece of data, every piece of feedback is really valuable to you. It's informative, right? Okay. So let's get into powerful versus powerless. We talked about that in the last episode. You've been thinking about it, right? You better have been. Uh, that's what I needed you to do because that's going to set up this episode as being more impactful for you. And so, again, if you haven't spent any time, the question or the assignment or the homework for you in the last episode was think about areas of your life where you feel powerless. What relationship, what project, what result, what outcome, what priority do you have? What's important to you? Who's important to you? that you feel powerless in. And if you can't identify some area, then either you need to be writing the book and I need to be buying it, (laughs) or you need to be hosting the podcast and I need to be listening to it, or you're just full of it. Like you're like, you just need to pinch your arm or something, make sure that you're still human and alive because we all have it. And we all have areas, relationships, situations, projects, priorities, whatever it is where we feel powerless. And so you think about what I asked you to do in that last episode was think about areas where you feel powerful and where you feel powerless. And then what's contributing to that. And, and I want, I I want you to dig in on that and to think about it. And so if we were to throw out some words, let's talk about powerless for a minute. And then I'm going to get into, I'm going to give you one of the unlocks to this in this episode that I want you thinking a lot about. I want this all over your mind. Like I want you totally thinking about, this is one of the points I was going to make earlier, was we try to come up with things in our lab that we work in at, at our firm at Lone Rock Consulting. 
We try to come up with things that are going to get in your head. It doesn't matter if they're right or wrong. We come up with them and we're trying to get you to think about it. Just think about it because it makes you analyze how you're leading, how you're showing up. And it it forces you or prompts you or persuades you to take a position. I'm doing a great job or I suck at it. I need to do this better or whatever else. And so our job is to, like that executive vice president, that AVP, our job is to poke. My job is to poke at you and push at you a little bit to get you to think about this. Step back and look at it. That's what we do with our consult or our clients, our consulting clients and our leadership training consultant, uh, uh, leadership training clients to get you to think about and analyze yourself in this laboratory of life and leadership. So um, that that's what I'm that's what I'm trying to do here. And that's what we're trying to do with this idea of powerful and powerless, trying to poke at you to think, are, am I am I really powerful? Like as the, in this job leading this team or in this company or or this division or department or this family or this relationship or that, whatever, how powerful am I? Like, how am I showing up? Like, I want this, I want you to be thinking about this every day this week. Am I powerful tonight? Am I powerful at this family dinner? Am I powerful in this meeting? Am I, am I showing up at the gym right now? Powerful. Am I showing up? And you can't bat a thousand, but I want you thinking about, do I feel it? Am I deciding it? Am I leaning into it? And I'll tell you this because I'm in this lab right now. I'm living this. I'm thinking about it nonstop. I told you in the last episode, like I'm waking up in the middle of the night thinking about it. Like that's cr- like just that's how. And I want I want you to not necessarily in the middle of the night, but I want you thinking about it in every conversation. Of mine. And what I can tell you about it being in the lab on this right now is I think it's almost impossible or it just requires a ton of work. To bat better than 80% or 800 or 90. Like, because you just don't have energy, strength, or someone says something or does something, or you just, or you don't get enough sleep, or you don't feel, whatever it is, there's something that's happening in this environment, this world around you that's swirling continually that causes you to go, yeah, actually, I'm gonna show up to this powerless and I don't care (laughs) and I might show up that way for five minutes or five months and that's okay just know that that's the reality so you're not you're not creating anything think of verbs that you associate with powerful people don't go remember if you're if you're interpreting the word powerful as dictator, heavy-handed, uh, you're thinking about position and someone who leans into their position or their rank or their title. I'm not talking about that. Those people those people use threats, um, the the negative um, uh, con- consequences. They use um, they, they, that's how they lead. Very heavy-handed. They are not building influence. They are not gaining followers. I'm not talking Instagram followers. I'm talking about life followers. Like the way you follow certain people who have impacted your life in a profound way. You'd follow them anywhere. I'm not talking about tapping on a button to follow. It's worthless. What I, and so when you think about people who you, would, you follow, who are powerful leaders in any aspect of your life, at any stage of your life, what are the verbs you would describe them as doing? What do powerful people do? They create. They build. They deliver. 
They achieve. They accomplish. They win. They overcome. What other verbs are you thinking about? There are a lot of them, aren't there? All these things that powerful people do. What a powerless people. So we're going to get in. Okay, if that's what powerful people do, how do I unlock that? What do I do in this situation? Whatever it is where I feel powerless, what are some ideas? You've got some. I'm going to give you some more to think about. I'm going to give you a huge one in this episode that you're going to be thinking about a ton. It's just a few minutes away. But before I go to that, I want to think about, I want you thinking about, well, what do powerless people do? And we're not going to spend a ton of time on this. We could. And we are with some of our consulting clients where we're starting. They're kind of the beta users of this for us before we supply this to the whole marketplace of leadership and uh, and unlock this in a way that's going to help a lot of people lean more into powerful. So when you think about powerless, and I'm not going to dive deep on this, I'm just going to have you think about some things. There are lots of verbs. You could think about they doubt they question they defend they um blame they excuse and ultimately what do they do surrender now does a powerless person most people in that situation which includes by the way all of us in some area of our life at some point in our life, do, do people in a powerless situation or who are feeling that way, do they often choose to surrender? Like there's a certain day or an hour or a time where they go, I think I'm actually going to surrender. Most of the time, no. But that's where they end up. Now, they would defend that or justify it or rationalize it by saying, oh, I don't have any influence there. I can't have any. I've tried to have. I did that. It doesn't work because of whatever. Are they accurate about those obstacles or challenges or things that have happened? Of course they are. It's all real. And most likely there's a lot of emotion attached to that. It happened. They experienced it. Now, we could spend a whole episode on how real it is or the intent of the other person or party or company or customer or whatever it is. That's a whole different episode. I'm not getting into that here. But something happened and it's real and it's led us, you, me, in whatever situation to ultimately, depending on if we're completely powerless, think about it like a battery. Your, your phone or your car. I mean, well, think about a phone. That's probably a good example here. Your phone isn't, it doesn't go from 100% charge to zero. Well, some of yours do. <laughs> if you had it for like six years, you're like, what the crap, man? It was at 95% two minutes ago. Our youngest son, he's got just an old beater iPhone, right? Because he's 13. I mean, you expect to have the iPhone 15 or 14 or whatever on when you're if you do and you're 13 and if you're a parent giving your 13 year old kid that quality of phone wake up man are you kidding me like talk about entitlement if i got the best everything as soon as it comes out and i'm young man i you're creating expectations in me as an adult that i'm gonna have as an adult that just aren't justified but that's another episode, <laughs> right? Entitlement, how we create it in our kids. Um, so he's got an old beater phone. I think it's like a sexual. 
Like the thing, and he's constantly complaining. He's he's a middle school, right? Our youngest. And who, by the way, um, Colby listens to a lot of these episodes. Colby's listening right now, maybe. I love you. You're awesome. And I'm so sorry you have that phone. But not really sorry because it's going to, as you go through life and you get other phones and newer models and you save money and whatever, it's going to. It's just going to make it worth that much more. You can appreciate a phone that holds its power, its electricity, its juice a lot. You can appreciate that a ton or has features or moves quickly or has great resolution or the camera is amazing. You appreciate that so much more when you've had something without it. Anyway, Colby, go to bed. Like it's time to go to sleep. So hit stop on this. episode. <laughs> oh, man. Too funny. OK, for the rest of you, um, the. Um, so powerless, what causes, so think about it like a phone battery, like at zero, per, it's not, when you're powerless, you're not necessarily at zero, you might be at 10% or 20%, right? So you're in a state of, you're not, you're not showing up in that relationship, that project, that whatever it is, you're not, or that industry or job, you're not showing up with the same amount of power or influence or impact as somebody who's at 90% battery. And we're not talking about energy, like from sleep here. I mean, that affects it, but it's not really what we're at here. You just gotten yourself into a state of mind, a place where you're showing up. Not necessarily, when I say powerless, I don't mean zero percent charge or energy or impact. You may be there, but more likely you're at 20 percent or 30 or 40 and something sent you down there. Something sent you down there. And a lot of the verbs we were just talking about blame and defend and question and doubt and excuse and these words we could come up with a lot of others. They start us down the path to powerlessness or a state of powerless. Okay. So let's talk about the other. So that's a whole episode, you all. Like I could spend another 10 minutes just talking about powerless. Like that'd be really, maybe we'll do that in one of the upcoming ones. Like what leads you down that path? And I, I've just given you the short version of that, but we could unpack that a lot. Because there are some simple things like doubting something. Is that bad? No. Like a lot of us, almost all of us, it's human nature. I present you with an idea. I present you with a proposal. I take a position on something and you're most likely your first human reaction is going to doubt that. Question it. You got concerns and like all these things. So that's totally good. But you're not in a powerful position when you're asking tons of questions initially. Meaning, let me restate that you're not a power. You're not a powerful person when you're showing up doubting. So in that moment, you're opting to, I don't think we can achieve that. I'm not sure I can do that. I'm not sure I can impact this. I don't. So when you start leaning into, you go from questions to I'm kind of choosing doubt, choosing to defend the status quo. Your current position, why that's now you're leaning away from being powerful in that situation, which is okay. Just know it's a choice and it's not bad. You're not at 0% battery or powerful. You're at like 80, 70 or 40, right? You with me? Okay. Only got a few minutes left. I'm already over the time limit I wanted to be at. So let me, let me, and you guys got to run. You don't have all time in the world and I'm trying to do these shorter episodes and it's not working. And that's because I'm not showing up powerful in it. So let me, uh, let me give you the first, this is the takeaway. This is what I want you thinking about. So when you think about powerful, so what are the steps or the choices or things people do that you could do that would cause you to start showing up more as more powerful in any situation or relationship? 
And there are some words here that we're not going to talk about right now that are really interesting that might be coming to your mind. One of them is intention. People who have intention, you know their intention. They've made it clear. They've spent time thinking about it. My intention in this relationship, my intention tonight, my intention in this meeting, my intention, whatever. I I know what it is. I've thought about it. And maybe I've even declared it. Whoa, that is powerful. It's really, really powerful. Intention is powerful. And we're going to unpack that more because there's some things that come before it. And the first thing that you can do to show up powerful in any situation, relationship, project, priority, profession, industry, job, pursuit, the very first thing you can do is move into, lean into, a mode of discovery. That is the word that I want just in your mind. I want it playing mind games with you everywhere this week, everywhere the rest of today, all day tomorrow, in every meeting, in every conversation, in every appointment, in every engagement. I want you to think, am I right now in this conversation with this person, with this team, with this customer, whatever, am I in a mode of discovery? And if you are, you are leaning toward showing up in a powerful position. I want that to sink in. I want you to think about that. I don't want to say more about it in the next 30 or 60 seconds because I want you to unpack that. What does that mean? At dinner tonight with the kids, the spouse, the partner, the boyfriend, the girlfriend, the whomever, am I leaning into discovery? What would that look like with this customer, with this team meeting coming up later today, with this person who's a star performer, my one-on-one with her? or my one-on-one or interaction or market visit or whatever sales call with this team member who's an underperformer right now, whatever it is, how, what would it look like if in this next half hour, hour, wherever I was leaning into discovery. And by the way, it's not always with someone else. I'm pursuing, think about if I'm pursuing health, better health, stronger fitness, whatever it is. I could be in a mo- I could be showing up in my pursuit of fitness and health in a mode of discovery. And that could be me talking to some other people at the gym or a class or a whatever or friends at a dinner or whatever and unpacking that and getting their perspective and see what knowledge or wisdom they've got that I could put or it could be me searching YouTube videos. Or it could be me buying a course on whatever weight loss thing or um wh- whatever it is. I'm in discovery mode. And I'm just telling you, we, if I had my colleagues on, we would tell you that when you choose to lean into discovery in any situation, you you are taking a step, a very, very powerful step toward showing up powerful. Okay? And I'm going to leave it at that. There's so much more like discovery is a topic that now with our clients, we are intending to dive deep into 
We could, if I had you and 5, 10, 35 of your colleagues right now, you just think about the power of that. If we as a team chose to lean into discovery with each other, how much more powerful would that make us as a group? as a department, as a team, as leaders of this organization? What would that do to engagement, retention, innovation, ideas, alignment, buy-in, ownership? It would unlock that for us. It wouldn't achieve it. It wouldn't deliver it. It wouldn't make it happen overnight. There's a lot of other things. Remember, I mentioned the word intention. There are other words I'm just dying to share with you. They're on this model that we have built and are finalizing around powerless and powerful. But what the takeaway, the unlock I'm giving you because you listen to these episodes that were not given to the market. The only people who have access to this are a few clients that we work with and have great relationships with. And we are we're just we're just letting them see it. The er, some of the early ones, a whole lot of them that we're not showing it to yet. And then we're going to stink and go to the market in mass. And you're going to hear about that because we're going to unlock this for so many people who feel powerless. And it's driving them insane. And it's frustrating and it's hurtful and it's irritating and it's They just feel stuck in whatever situation it is. The very first step you take in leaning toward being powerful is discovery. And I'm not going to say anything more than that because I want you to be thinking about it. That's your assignment, your homework, okay? Your takeaway. I'm going to think about, last episode I told you, start, look at different situations and I want you to show up in all these different settings in your life. And I want you to think, am I showing up powerful? I'm walking through the gym doors right now. Am I showing up powerful or powerless right now? I'm showing up for family dinner. Am I showing up powerful or not? I'm showing up for this assignment at church. Am I I showing up powerful or not? I'm I'm going to this class. Am I showing up? I'm going on this date. I'm going to this um, meeting. I'm going to go meet with that client. I'm going to go make this presentation. I'm all of these areas of pursuing this job. I'm thinking about that. Whatever it is, am I showing up powerful or am I showing up powerless? What am I leaning toward right now? That was the assignment of the last one. This one is, you're still thinking about that. You better be in this episode, after this episode. But I'm giving you one more thing to think about. Okay, well, if I want to show up powerful in any of those situations or settings, what I ought to be doing, or I want you to consider it and try it, is I'm going to lean into discovery. And you might be thinking right now, Russ, what the crap? Like, help me unpack that. Like, what does that mean? What does it look like? What would I do? You'll figure it out. I'll give you some ideas. I got all kinds. We got, we, we, like, we're digging in on this. I got a whole model for you. A whole framework just on that word. What it would look like. Because it's so impactful. Toward moving you toward showing up powerfully. But right now, you don't need that help. Right now, you need to think about it. Right now, you've got to dig into it. What would it look like in that meeting this afternoon if I showed up discovery on this project in discovery, in that relationship in discovery? And I want you to go try it and experiment. Whatever it looks like, whatever you're defining that is, whatever, I just want you to lean into that or with yourself on a particular thing that you're pursuing. I'm going to be in discovery mode. You do whatever that means to you. 
And then in these upcoming episodes, I'm going to check back in with you. You don't have a lot of time for this, right? If you're downloading this when they come out, which uh, maybe a quarter of you do, and then the, the rest of you just kind of trail afterwards, or you just find it somehow is what the data shows. And, um, and so if, if you're going to stick with us on a cadence, like don't come back to the next episode in a month or two, like that would be way powerless. So come back to it in the next few days or the next week or two. Let's call it week. And I'll give you another one in just a few days from the time this one is released. And I'm going to follow up with you on this conversation. And we're going to see what you're doing. So you need to go, you need to go do the work. You need to, you need to experiment with it. You need to think about it. What would it look like if I showed up in discovery mode and I want you to pick a few things later today, right now, tomorrow on your calendar, whatever it is, I'm going to lean into discovery. I want you to think, and I want you to experience what that does. And you're going to come to the next episode with that information. And I'm going to help you interpret it or build off of it. And then I'm going to give you a form for $72,000. Cause that's what you owe me. <laughs> I'm just making that up. Not well, not, I was going to say not at all, but meh, I mean, not maybe, maybe even 72 cents, you know, I'd take that at this point, right? Just give me something. I'm just playing with you. Um, that won't happen. I'm just in the next episode. I'm going to, um, I'm going to unpack the next phase. Is this valuable to you all? Is this, is this me showing up in a powerful way in these episodes? I tell you, it's my passion. It's what I love doing, causing you to think about, maybe there's some ways I could do something different. Maybe there's something I haven't unlocked yet. How am I 64 years old? And I'm just now figuring this out, just now unlocking it, right? Like that's crazy. Not really 64, I'm 82, but that's another episode. Okay, powerful, powerless, discovery. You got some homework, go at it, dig in. Let's steepen that growth curve. Let's unlock some wisdom. Let's help you show up in all aspects of your life in a way that's impacting others for good and creating, building, delivering, achieving, accomplishing, winning. That's what we're after. We'll talk more about it in the next episode of the Culture Hacks podcast. Who do you know that could benefit from listening to this episode? Tap on the share button and text the link to a friend or colleague or write a post on LinkedIn and tag Russ. Thanks for listening to the Culture Hacks podcast with Russ Hill.